Let's spread a song so you can sing along with my special guest star for two. You like to sing and dance, and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me today, rounding out Mental Health Awareness Month, Crazy Ex Girlfriend. I told you she'd be back. It's Ashley Evans, everyone. Woo! Thank you so much for having me. So, I love this show so much. So, while setting this, 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 this saga of covering Crazy Ex Girlfriend up, I realized we need to talk about the concert, but like I yeah. don't, I didn't want to include it in season four because I feel like it's its own entity. One hundred percent. So we're here today to talk about Crazy Ex Girlfriend season four, episode eighteen. Technically, <laughs> uh, the episode titled "Yes, It's Really Us Singing," the Crazy Ex Girlfriend concert special, which is a lot of words, especially when I had to do your little. Uh, the the little ad the um uh, little post uh blah what am I <laughs> especially when I had to do the the picture announcing the this episode it's a lot of words that I had to fill in a small space so <laughs> it broke John it broke me so uh <laughs> this episode was written by Rachel Bloom Jack Dogan and Adam Schlesinger music and lyrics by all of them <laughs> mm-hmm. so they wrote. They 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 wrote the script as well as the music and lyrics directed by uh, Martin Pasetta Jr. It premiered April fifth, twenty nineteen, and according to IMDb, now hold on to your seats, Ashley, because I didn't send you this outline, so oh. you don't know what I'm about to say. According to IMDb, the cast performs musical highlights from the series. Oh. Good job, IMDb. <laughs> A plus. <laughs> I was like, that's it? Okay. I mean, that that's basically what they do. They didn't even add that it's really them singing. <laughs> <laughs> and dancing. And dancing. They all sing and dance. At the same time. At the same t- But, like, that's... I was reading an article that like a while back because i'm obsessed with the show it's my favorite show um and it was what? like going into this what i know like that's a new idea this is brand new information um i was reading an article a while back that was like yeah when we were going into this show and like doing casting decisions and stuff it was not a requirement for everybody to be able to sing as long as they were willing to sing but it just kind of worked out that they all can sing <laughs> Like, you've got your Broadway queens, like yes. Donald and Champlin, but, like, you've got Vella Lavelle, who says, like, oh, I, I'm not, I don't do, and then she fucking sings. Like, she can sing. She's being modest. She can sing. Gabrielle Ruiz is a theater girl as well. She is, yeah, she's a queen. Vincent uh, Rodriguez. Vinny has been on Broadway, yeah. Skylar Aston, of course. Skylar's been on Broadway? Yeah, he was in Spring Awakening, the original oh, duh. one. Duh. I and knew he sang because of Pitch Perfect, but I didn't. Well, yeah, it was going to be late. And then there's that. There's He was in an episode of Glee. He's been in other things where he sings. And you're like, okay, cool guy. Oh, and Sant- <laughs> Santino Fontana. 
Yeah, Santino is, yeah. Um, so this is, we just, I, I just want to, I just wanted to round out the month and this is, this is an interesting episode, interesting mm-hmm. take, because the songs that they picked are all over the place, which is great. Mm-hmm. But like, do you feel like, okay, two part question. Do you feel like there's a song that you wish that they performed in it? And all of them. Also, well, there's 154 songs and they only have a slut. Also, is there a song that they chose that you're like, why this one? Um, I think I would have rather Gabrielle sang Women Gotta Stick Together, but I can see why they chose the yoga song because it's very funny. Pin in that. Pin in that because yeah. I need I need like seven hours to talk about that one number. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I feel like that that's a fun like ensembles number that everybody can get involved in. But I think Women Gotta Stick Together shows off her singing more and she has a really good voice and I feel like yoga is a good character song, but like there's other songs that I feel like would have suited her, showed her voice off more. And like granted Fun fact, uh, as I'm watching this special, I see my friend Erica Roble from Fredonia in the audience, and I'm like, what? So I texted her, and I was just like, this you? And she goes, yeah, that's me. And I'm like, tell me that this wasn't just a 43-minute concert and that they did more songs. She goes, oh, yeah, we were there for like three hours. So I wonder if they were kind of – they filmed a bunch of stuff and they just picked certain ones. Well, so was this a tour? I can't remember. I think this was the tour because I saw this in New York. Uh, this iteration of the tour in New York twice. So was there more songs when you saw it? Oh yeah, oh yeah, and they I saw it two nights in a row, and they did different songs on the other nights because Skylar was only there for the first night, so they had to fill it in with some different songs because he wasn't there for the second night. So they did a diagnosis the second night, and I was like, yeah, because they didn't do that the first night. Wait. But that's how they end this one. Oh yeah, it's not the same set list, but it's the same song. Like they, it's different cast members too. Like this version had. Um, well, you oh could God. tell Skylar was only in it when he could, so maybe that's why they were like, maybe that's why it was like three hours long because it was like we have to wait for Skylar to do his one song. To do his one song. But they had like Maya and AJ in this version and they weren't in New York, but I think they are LA based. So it makes uh, sense as to why they'd be in that, but not um, the one over here. So so what song in this iteration of it were you like, why this one? Yoga. As, but I like but yoga, yeah. but like I wanted her to sing sing and she has so many good songs where she sings ones. that I was like, but I think they had to like pick one of each that was like representative of the characters. So I could see yes. from like a narrative standpoint why they did it. But I, I don't know. She's just, Gabrielle has such a beautiful voice and I would have liked to have heard more of that. I mean, personally, I would love first pianist I saw for a Paula song, but I don't yeah. think that's what they wanted for this special. They had to show you Royal Paula because she's got those like beautiful. And she even starts the number by being like, I got the dress, the everyone. Dress, yeah. and you're like, oh. she's so cute. I love her. But like, she looked great. Oh, yeah. I just, I just, you know, 
we we had a whole love fest about first penis i saw because it's so funny mm-hmm. so they sang first penis at the first craziest girlfriend tour that i saw oh, the I hate year you. before that <laughs> So when they do the sex medley, the crazy yes. sex girlfriend, uh huh, which is they, different in New York too. There's they did did it start with the sexy getting ready song? Yeah, because it's like the sexy getting medley song, but they had uh, sex with a stranger. In the okay. Hey, sex with a stranger, come back to my place. Yeah, that one was in there. Another pin in that for a hot yeah. second. So. Who, if they actually did the whole song out of uh-huh. the entire cast, who would you want to sing the rap in, in get the Sexy Getting Ready song? Daryl. Pete <laughs> Gardner will always commit to the bit. I would love like him in all seriousness to be like, hop on my dick with that tight little dress. Like, I just... Like, oh, I gotta call some so bitches funny. now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm forever changed, but, but he would say it in like Daryl. He'd be I gotta call some bitches. I'm forever changed <laughs> by what I just seen. So what's really interesting about this and also learning that the set list is different is that again, John bought the album. Yes, so yes. there are cut songs from this TV special version of it. Good. <laughs> which are Sex Sex with a Stranger, mm-hmm. Fit Hot Guys Have Problems Too, and Heavy Boobs. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so Heavy Boobs was the encore uh fit, so the fit hot guys we talked about you mentioned it when we talked about season three but it's with pete gardner and like you can mm-hmm. find it on youtube but on that one the the other guys um i'm gonna just use character names uh so yeah. white josh and nathaniel sing it but they don't tear away clothes uh-huh, uh-huh. they're they're just in their and i'm like hearing you talk about it though and saying that they do the choreo in the show i'm like why couldn't they do that on this maybe i'm misremembering but i do know that daryl was ripped his pants off so I daryl like rips his too. pants off yes okay. but that but like that's the joke of this number for the mm-hmm. concert where it's they're like oh we're not in costume we're yeah. in the costume that we're wearing but now we're in the show costume so i've also like seen clips not live but like clips of like them doing concert versions of songs where like vela lavelle couldn't be there but they sang friendtopia but it was uh, okay rachel gabrielle and josh my josh and he goes oh i put drugs in the water supply so that's one song that i was like they could have done the girl group yeah. as a medley. Yeah. Where, like, just throw Donna in or Paula in for Frontopia, make it a four part harmony. Who cares? Keep Let's Generalize About Men. And I believe those are really the. Oh, Buttload of Cats. <laughs> well, yeah. And they've done, they did Fuck Ton of Cats at the concerts and they had cat ears. I hate you. I really and do hate you so much. <laughs> I love you. That when I met Bella, <laughs> she was still wearing her cat ears. <laughs> Ashley, I, 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 I'm going to end the Zoom call now. <laughs> you want to come see Rachel with me in in June? We'll talk. We'll talk okay. off there. Um, but yeah, when, when I was thinking about, like, you know, the set list that they have, I was like, well, why didn't they also... I mean, I get it that uh, Rachel 
God, I almost said Rebecca. Rachel explicitly says, like, we have only 42 minutes to do <laughs> this. Yeah. Thank you, CW. So yeah. obviously they couldn't include all 157 songs, which I didn't realize there were that many. Which or- is a crime. It should have been five hours long. <laughs> Cowards. <laughs> just, just do all of them and have uh, White Josh sing santino's songs (laughs) you know actually what was cool in the concert was that and i think it was respectful too like they had skylar do skylar greg songs but when they had old old greg when they had old greg songs they would have (laughs) 1.0 yeah they would divvy it up between adam and jack which i thought was cool because they wrote the songs okay they like jack saying i could if i wanted to and he's like what do freaking do and he's got his little guitar and that was great and then adam saying hey west covina and i'm just in tears like yeah. it's so good and it's it's so sad <laughs> that because I, I if they ever got the tour back together like i i think they could do it but like adam was so instru- like no pun intended but adam was instrumental in that group so uh <sighs> R.I.P. Man. Um, but like seriously, do you think Skylar was just busy being Skylar Aston, and they're like, okay, we'll I think do... he had a movie he was working on at the time, or was it that show that he was in? Maybe he was working on Zoe's extraordinary playlist or something. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Um, okay, let me take the pin out now. let's talk about i'm so good at yoga Uh i fucking love this song because of the mistake that happens in the edit ah what happens in the edit the end of the song right they Uh the na 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 part where they're circling around rachel Uh uh-huh there's like an editing faux pas that happens where they're go where they cut and they're the ensembles in a in different costumes like entirely different that. costumes. I need to go look that up now. So, like in the sh- in the song, they're wearing workout yoga yeah. clothes and everything. But then there's it's blatant. It is so. Uh-huh. It's not like a quick cut either. It's just it's a full like it's so there. And you're like, what happened here? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Rebecca in the toilet. What? What? Um. <laughs> I liked that they started off with West Covina as the first song, but like mm-hmm. I felt like they could have ended it on a different song. But yes. I don't know what. So in the New York tour they actually open it up with uh no one else is singing my song and they all like they all like join in together and they go impossible or is it and then they're all this is the opening the song together yeah and then they go into west covina so i'm wondering if they did that there too but i kind of like it because it is the first song of the series yeah minus well i don't remember because sometimes they didn't play the theme songs in the episodes so mm-hmm. it, in every season but west covina is the real first song of the series but i feel like they could have for this special mm-hmm. they could have ended it on a different group number because although antidepressants are so not a big deal is a great song and don't get me wrong i love i i tear up 
during a diagnosis slash uh, mm-hmm. antidepressants. But I was just like, this time watching, I was like, I kind of, I'm, I'm left wanting a different, a different taste in my mouth, a different something. And I just well, don't know what song that would have been, though. In New York, they did not do antidepressants, which, bummer, because I wanted to see them all tap dance. But what they did do to end the show, well, okay, they ended the show twice. So they ended the show with Face Your Fears, and they were all in, like, choir singing and Paula fucking shreds on the last note then they leave and then Rachel's like okay we're gonna pretend to leave but then you're gonna go woo and then we're gonna come back okay ready and then they left and they're like oh no it's the last song we'll ever sing and then like they cleared out and then Burl Mosley comes back on and then him and Kat the choreographer come back on and a couple of the other cast members and they do don't be a lawyer (gasps) and then after don't be a lawyer Rachel comes out and she goes, um, my in-laws are in the audience today, so I'm sorry. She performs heavy boobs. She takes off her bra. So it's just titties, but she has tassels on, so you don't see the nipple. And then the part where she goes, here is a list of all of the things that I can fit under my boobs. And then, like, Gabrielle and Vela are like handing her the items, the stapler, the 10 pencils, the hardback copy of Arabian Nights. And she, and she sticks them all under her boobs and they stay. And the crowd just like lost their shit. Well, so that so, clearly could not be on the, the CW. No. <laughs> that was the end of the show. And I was like, honestly, not a song that I would picture being the end, but I needed nothing more than that. Like that was perfect. No notes. I believe... I mean, I know there's video, like they filmed it for this. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they don't do the tassel bit, but yeah. I believe they stay. They do the same choreo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The bouncing, the yeah. undulating, oh, yeah. which it looks painful. Oh my! I even watching it in the series, I was like, my non boobies hurt. <laughs> my non boobies. What's that Karen Smith back. moment? In Mean Girls, where she goes, Karen Smith is one of the dumbest girls you'll ever meet. And she claps and then, like, lunges forward and a football hits her in the boobs. Like, that hurt 12-year-old me to watch. I'm like, ah! Like, I wince every time. I know it's coming. But nope. I, every time. The I, So, the one... There's one song, though, that is, to me, like a, huh? And that's Georgia's turn. But I get it because nah, it's... I love it. Well, it's it's like... <laughs> Why is it here? It feels like in the series, it's clearly a joke, throwaway song and everything. Cause the whole joke is like, nobody knows who he is. And they mm-hmm. do play off on that in the special. But mm-hmm. I was just like, why did this one survive? Why not put fit hot guys or something or, or heavy boots or, you, you know? gotta have Danny do something. He's great. <laughs> I, I do like though, that he comes out for angry mad and holds the, board that yes <laughs> is that Vinny hits and then all of a sudden like in Georgia's turn he's like he references that so it's uh this I he's mean hilarious you see talk- his stand up I haven't no he's very funny he he was I don't know if he's touring with Rachel now but the last time she was here the, the special that she did like he was in it with her it was him and Rachel that's amazing so they're like friends in real life and they and I loved that like when I was rewatching it for the other episodes of the podcast, I'm like, I did not appreciate the scenes that they have together, but like, they're really funny. And you could tell that they're friends in real life. 
by the way that they were oh, talking to each other. I w- watching this episode, I was just like, I wish that they uh I, I genuinely hope that they're all that they all really get along and that there wasn't like a diva complex or anything. Cause it looks like they are having the most fun mm-hmm. in this. Like, um uh the guy who plays Tim fucks with oh Rachel during the this the uh sex medley with the toothbrushes and you could tell like it's honest laughter like yeah oh yeah and he's a beautiful singer because he sang buzzing in the bathroom i wonder if he did there too and they just didn't put it in the special but he sang buzzing in the bathroom in new york and he's got a gorgeous voice and i'm like i don't know if he's a singer or he just happens to be a good singer but like he's got a gorgeous timbre but like you can tell that like that and also uh when they sing my sperm is healthy okay yes i know i didn't really like it in the series but i was like this is this is funny i like this and tim and jim are making her laugh while on the bed yeah, and everything yeah. and <laughs> when she calls it a money shot like <laughs> oh my god um i don't know what else to say about this because it's just it's fun the only thing i wish we got um is that we got a little more storytelling we got a little more like was that in was that in the actual concert like they talk about more in depth about writing and yeah and then they did some just like crazy bits that were just for like you can like you're like i wonder if they get along i think i firmly believe that like this whole cast like loves each other and you can sense that. And when I met them afterwards, like, it was all good vibes. Like, nobody was like, ew, there's people here. They were all like, yeah, hey, everybody, hi. And, like, everyone was talking. But two of the things that they did in the live show that I saw that they did not do in this, and honestly, looking back, it wouldn't have made sense for them to do it in this because I think they wanted this to, for a show that doesn't make narrative sense, they wanted it to make narrative sense for the purpose of the special but there were things that I think they were like, let's just try this because it would be funny. And they did it with, I go to the zoo. So Rachel comes out on stage and she goes, so uh, before I did Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, I went to NYU and I, I majored in experimental theater. So uh, do with that what you will, but we're going to play with that now. And then it's like dark on the stage and Nathaniel's out there singing, I go to the zoo. And the entire cast comes out, but it's like black light, so you can't see who they are. They just have like swimmy inner tubes that are like neon and like glow sticks and shit. <laughs> They're like supposed to be the animals in the zoo. And at the end, they all in unison go, I take my ass back to the zoo. And it looks like performance art, and it's so <laughs> funny. And then. The moment is me, um, Vela is singing, and then uh, all of them are dressed as Rockettes. And you think it's the Rockettes, because um, I think it was Kat, the choreographer who came out first. So like, they were like, ladies and gentlemen, Vela Lavelle and the New York City Rockettes. So like, she's like, what does the future hold? And then like Kat comes out and everybody cheers because they're like, oh, that's a dancer. She's a Rockette, whatever. She's tall, she's beautiful, she's dancing. But then, white josh comes out and he's in a rockettes oven they're like wait this isn't and then the rest of the cast gradually comes out and they're in these rockettes outfits and then there's this like meltdown that happens and it's like it's okay vela we will be the rockettes for you and at the end they're like we are the moment 
We um, are the Rockets. <laughs> and they do like a kick line, but it's not. It, it's so good. And you could tell that they were just goofing, like that they have a fun time doing the show and that it's a collaborative process that they all are probably like, what if we did this? And it's and they're laughing like and they're having a great time. Where the fuck was I in 2019 that I couldn't see this? I don't know, man. I would have been like, come see. I saw the the thing that made me shit myself the most because I went twice. I went the first night. And then my friend had a ticket for the second night who also went the first night. And she's like, it is in the back, but like, just go. And I was like, Whatever. cool. And I went and I'm glad I did because the set list was different. But the second night they were like, so um, we're going to revisit season one Valencia because she's a bitch. And everybody's like, Woo! and Gabrielle is singing and she sings women got to stick together. And she goes, uh, I brought someone special because it was someone we always wanted to have on the show and we couldn't get them to come on the show so we have them here tonight ladies and gentlemen lin-manuel miranda and lin-manuel miranda comes out on the stage and he's just like hey we did in the heights together it's all good and she's like so you're gonna be my hype man and i'm gonna sing a song about female empowerment and togetherness and he goes awesome and she's like starts insulting women and he goes wait what And I think it was a bit, like, I think he was in on it, but he was acting like he wasn't aware that she was going to sing all these awful things. And (laughs) Gabrielle's, like, walking through the audience and, like, pointing at random people and being like, this girl has a blotchy face, like, this girl sucks dick in the back of a sushi place, and she's, like... Following the lyrics of everything. And and Lin-Manuel's like, no, you're not! No, you're not! Ah! (laughs) He was like, he hugged the one girl, and he goes, you're beautiful, don't listen to her! So it sounds like they did the same thing they did with this and like the characters that the actors play, they kind of embodied them in a way. Yeah, it was like, I'm Gabrielle. We worked on In the Heights together, but I'm going to be playing season one Valencia in this song. And But like in in this, in this special, mm-hmm. this version of this special, I should say, like, uh, right before let's generalize about men she comes out and she goes here's your jacket bitch bitch they did that Rachel. in the show too like uh, uh, she kind of has the similar vibes throughout the whole show and like even Nathaniel mm-hmm. name I forgot I'm not even gonna Scott try Scott Michael Foster thank you Scott Michael Scott Michael even like had that arrogance that Nathaniel has oh yeah so it was and, and then Pete Gardner is just Pete Gardner so Oh my, so Pete Gardner, after the show, like the, the cast was gradually coming out, talking to us, like signing things, taking photos. And I was talking to Pete Gardner and I'm like, can you take this selfie of us? Because I have really short arms and I, I, I can't, like you're tall. And this man took so many failed selfies that I kept all those too, because they're just so funny. But the one he finally managed to get of us was so funny that I'm like actually laughing in it and I'm crying a little. So I will send that to you if you want to include it. Oh, <laughs> like, fuck yeah. Send me anything, by the way, uh, any pictures and stuff like that. Uh... But he's like, and then <laughs> he starts to loot. He's like, oh, it's so nice. And then he turns around and Scott Michael Foster walks out and he starts screaming and he goes, oh my God, oh my God, Scott Michael Foster. Cause like the crowd is screaming, but he starts screaming and he's like the focal point. Cause he's right there. And he's like, Scott And he starts jumping up and down and then like Scott Michael Foster comes over to me and I died. And I was like, uh, thank you. 
for your service. And he goes, <laughs> I, he puts his hand on my shoulder and I melted. He goes, I, I don't deserve that. And I was like, <laughs> but you do though. And he's like, that is so kind. <laughs> and I was like, you are so hot. Meanwhile, you're like, he's touching me. He's touching me. <laughs> also, he's so talented. They're all so talented. I, afterwards, I had to look up you know the cast on mm-hmm. IMDb they all have healthy careers after oh yeah this. oh yeah I do want to point out though Pete Gardner was in a movie called Sorry I Killed You and he plays the killer oh I need to watch this with you is there music <laughs> there is no music but it's a, a horror comedy or so comedy we're horror gonna we're gonna watch yeah. it and it star- also stars Jonathan Bennett from Mean Girls <laughs> Oh my God, Aaron Samuels himself, October third. Aaron Samuels and uh, uh, Daryl Whitefeather are in a horror comedy movie. I together. love it. I'm all about it. Um, I mean, I don't know what else to say about this besides it's a fun time. I, I am, I am like you. I wish there was more songs, but mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, is there anything you? We're doing it. We're doing it with this episode. Is there anything you want to talk about before we get into Sharp and Flat? Oh, God. Just how much of a goddess Rachel Bloom is. Did you know her prior to, like, know of her stuff prior to Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Crazy Ex-Girlfriend was my introduction to her, but she's, I aspire to do everything that she, like, I don't want to, I don't want to be creepy right now because I, like, I but she's those, she those is like, she is like the um your inspiration. She is like you want to emulate her, but not be her, right? No, I would love to work with her. With her, okay. like I would love to have like a day where I like get to talk to her and pick her brain, not only about the industry but also about her ideas on comedy and everything. And I would love to have the honor one day to like make something with her and it could I could be I could just be her coffee bitch if she wants I don't care like I could write with her I could act with her I could sing with her I could get her I could be her door dasher like I just you will you will hold the door for her her presence (laughs) she's great though and like I will say like being as that it is a show that focuses on mental health it uh it has a very uh what is the word that I want to use it has an audience that has a wide range of characters, is what I will say, and myself yes. included, because I felt like such that. a fan. Like when I saw her, and I try not to fangirl when I meet people, but like, she's just inspired me in so many ways to be a better performer and artist and writer. That like I melted when I met her, but I've seen her interact with a bunch of different people who have a bunch of different communication styles, and she is patient and kind to every single person have that I you, see her interact with. She's great. Have you gone back and listened to her album, Please Love Me? Oh, yeah. So now I, now I know about her stuff, and I'm like, okay, let's go. Well, so like, I don't even remember how I was first introduced to her, but it was pre-Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And I believe... It was the Fuck Me Ray Bradbury music video. I lied. That was the first time I saw her. I just had no idea what this was. And it was my friend who loves Ray Bradbury. And he goes, this woman is so sexy. And I was like, 
hard agree. And then <laughs> I saw Crazy Ex-Girlfriend a few years later, and I was like, fucking Ray Bradbury, bitch! That girl! <laughs> and I gotta... I, I'll tell the story now that we're on the topic of, like, meeting people, but, like, I didn't know that I was going to meet her the first time that I met her. So... Which was? I didn't have anything for her to sign. The first Crazy Ex-Girlfriend tour. Okay. And I was like, I don't have anything for her to sign. And then I thought about Heavy Boobs, because she talked about during the show. She's like, yep, we're going to sing Heavy Boobs now. Don't be on the wrong birth control, because that'll do it. And I was like, I have my birth control. So I took out my birth control, which I still have on my desk here. And I keep it with me. For Send me a picture because... of that, too, to put on. Is, Absolutely. Is while Whilst we're on air and recording, do I have your consent to send to post any pictures you send me on the Instagram? One hondo P. Great. In the words of Maya, hondo P. Um, she signed this for me because I was like, um, I don't have anything for you to sign that's like merch, but like you did talk about birth control during heavy boobs. And she grabs it out of my hands and she goes, bitch, what kind are you on? And then she looked in it. <laughs> and then she was like, I think this is okay. I will sign it though. And then like she signed it and it was nice. And she gave me a hug and we talked about mental health and she's just incredible. And every time I have seen her since then, I'm like, you signed my birth control. She goes, I, I do remember that. So it's like a recurring bit. Um, and then my house burned down during COVID and I tweeted her. I don't use Twitter except for randomly to tweet Rachel Bloom, but neither of us use Twitter anymore. But during COVID, I was like, hey, my house burned down, but look what survived. And she was like, oh, shit. But I'm glad that the birth control survived. <laughs> so it's like a, it's like it's a thing. So magic. if I do... If I am blessed with any opportunity to work with her, I'm going to bring this and we're going to laugh about it. You should put that in a safety deposit box. <laughs> Just like I, put it put it away somewhere that... So you, no one can find it. No one can find it, but you also know it's safe. I know it's... I, <laughs> I don't like sleep with it at night. But do you? But no, do it's you? just on my desk at work. So when I'm having a bad day, I look and I'm like... This person Ooh. believes in me. <laughs> All right. Let's get into Sharp and Flat, shall we? Yes. Sharp Flat. So in this section, we're going to highlight some moments whether or not we talked about it. If we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it could change, it's flat. And I did find some flats about this. My flats are reaches. They're reaches. But, okay. So let's start with flats. Um okay one of the serious flats that i have is that the cw limiting them to only 42 minutes of airtime thank you i was like flat number one like this is like a two-hour special like you you could they could have and then they we could have gotten a little more story could have gotten more songs it it felt a little fast Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i also flat flatted that they cut fit hut guys Mm -hmm. because i was just like this is this is a fun, fun, funny song, and you have Daryl doing it, so it's even better. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so these are my other my reaches, my reach flats, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there. <laughs> that's a great flat. That's my that's my first reach flat. I wasn't there. <laughs> I wasn't here. My second reach flat is that I wasn't Rachel's dresser. <laughs> Yo, goals. 
goals. I will, I will connect you if I ever, I'm being like very manifesty right now. <laughs> Who even knows, man? But like, if forever, if I ever make that connection, I'll be like, I know a great dresser. I would die. But yeah, yeah I was, but there, again, like the show, there wasn't really that, the really the only one that's honest is the CW one. Because mm-hmm. like, I get it. They had to cut songs for time and everything, mm-hmm. but like because they were limited to just forty-two minutes, they cut songs too. Like they cut weird in the middle of songs. Oh, you mean I like didn't... the medleys? Well, no. Like if you listen to "I'm a Good Person," like there's a whole verse that's not in there, and then if you listen to Paula's song, there's a whole verse that's not in there. Interesting. And I don't. I don't. So was like that, that a flat for you? To. Yeah, it's like if you're gonna do if you're gonna pick songs, let them do the whole song. Uh what are your other flats? Uh flat for not including Love's Not a Game. Because I needed White Josh to sing in this show. Like, I love Danny. I'm really glad Danny got to do Danny's turn. But if you can have him sing, White Josh is arguably more of a prominent character in the show, so Yes, it was funny that he was fucking around during Vela singing, but I need White Josh singing his song. And that is Love's Not a Game. And that would have been a fun opportunity for the whole cast to, like, do stuff, too. And I need him in a fedora. I need David Hull in a fedora. Singing Guys and Dolls. That's all. (laughs) Then they didn't do it. And I said that to him because they also didn't include it in the new york show that i saw and i was like where was love's not a game and he goes i tried i really tried (laughs) but they cut it at the last minute and i was like well i would have loved it and he's like thanks oh david so they should have had it he's an incredible singer and dancer and it's making fun of a broadway show in new york come on yeah it would have been so good it would have been a good that would have been a good finale i don't know the other one that i the one that i thought of just now um was the one that is the western with daryl and um white josh's relationship where all the other characters the group sing mine has decided yes. they're in love yes they sing that in love snug they go the group mind has decided you're but in love's I... not a game that's not a game oh josh should be wary of parasails and that's how it ends i feel like the last number should have been a true group number, but there really, there really isn't true group numbers in the show. There, there are, but like it's like where's Rebecca Bunch or um, other ones that you're like, I don't. This isn't screaming finale. You know what I mean? Love's not a game. It's not a game. <laughs> Love's not a game. Also, face your fears as a fake finale was really fun because the the rest of the i know it's just a paula rebecca and children song in the show but when they did it on tour everybody was wearing choir robes and they're like school is stupid um did they do uh it's 11 o'clock no and i think it's because that was like story specific i wouldn't have been mad though i loved i was an emotional wreck oh my god no what if they would have done Love's not a game is like big group number, and then like out of that come Paula and Rebecca, and they sing the reprise of West Covina together. Final reprise. Yeah. Yes. I yes. would have died. Yes. I would have yes. died. I'm here for that. 
Uh, any other flats? Uh, the last flat was to not having Jack and Adam sing in the special. I understand for the purposes because they only had 42 minutes that they wanted to feature characters, but like Jack and Adam were again, instrumental in the music in the show. And I think it would have been cool for audiences who might not be familiar with them to see them sing. And they could have used like old Greg's songs like to sing, but like they should have had them singing those songs because I, I love Or <laughs> better solution in the ensemble moments in like, uh-huh. I'm so good at yoga or uh, part of the sex medley. Like it, they could have had a shot of them singing and that's it. Like, it, like I don't think I personally, I don't need to hear their voices, but like, I agree with you that it would have been nice to have seen them at least participating besides playing, you know? Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, Adam's Hey West Covina is like heart wrenching. Uh, and then Jack, Jack sang um, the miracle of birth. Oh and he's like, tear, tear, tear. did he did yeah. he include the asides? You're a goddess. I think so. And then like Paula came out in the middle of it and goes, Jack, shut the fuck up. And then she finished the song. <laughs> it was good. But yeah, those are those are my flats. And it's it's more like what they didn't have rather than stuff they did that was flat. It's just like I wanted this. Yeah, I'm in the same way. Yeah. It's like I would have loved to see this, but whatever. Um so sharps are you ready to hear these i am i'm so ready so i sharp the whole thing just off the bat but then here's some specifics uh the moment when her when rachel's dad fucks up during i'm a good person (laughs) i fucking love it and that seemed real that did not seem like a planned bit yes yes you're right it seemed real (laughs) no dad 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 come on you have one job (laughs) <laughs> um uh i'm a good person no <laughs> my, my other sharp is the itchy cat conversation <laughs> yeah it's just like she this is a metaphor for something i don't know what it is like i'm just like that is an audience member right like this isn't planned yeah this okay no because they, they looked a little confused they were like what <laughs> did they do a lot i mean you said you talked about um women got to stick together but like did they do that a lot where they went out into the audience or pulled audience members up on stage when you saw it there was a marriage proposal like she wrote to the cast or someone ahead of time and said can i propose to my girlfriend on stage and they they had them come up on stage and do the proposal and this girl was sobbing and everybody's like yay and like everyone was cool with it like no one was like Anyway, back to the show. Like, they were all, like, genuinely happy for this couple they had never met before. But besides that, like, were were there built-in audience participation moments that they instigated? I think so. Like, I wasn't close enough for that to happen, but I I seem to remember there were definitely audience interactions. Okay. Throughout, like, it was fun. Well, cause, I, I, mean- I wish they would still do it. For this, it it looked like ev- they told everyone to come dressed up as something. Oh and no, I- people just do that. Oh, oh, they did that at at my show too. What did you wear? What did you dress up I as? I didn't get the memo that that was that we were cosplaying um, because <laughs> I dated a larper and I'm still dealing with that in therapy. But like somebody, 
somebody was like oh you don't have that thing so they gave me a spare shirt they had a without love you can save the world shirt with the heart and the x okay through it so i wore that the first night and then the second night i had a t-shirt that i bought at the show that i wore um but some people go all out like there was a man who had the accidentes costume like you know on in west covina where there's that poster and the guy's like accidentes the lawyer like it's like yeah it's in a poster yeah oh he had the whole poster yeah he had the poster that said accidentes like people got really into it and i'm like not a well you know why i'm not a cosplay person and i'm working through it in therapy but uh these people that came to the show that really dressed up are very dedicated like and it was really cool seeing what looks spoke to different people in the audience like it that the feeling in that room was electric like every these fans are loyal fans what would okay you're working through it i know this (laughs) but follow this question sure what would you dress up as i kind of want an excuse to look sexy so if i can find like lingerie that's like the strip away my conscience lingerie with like the red like okay sheen over it i would do that or i would dress up as a cat (laughs) but like not the yeast infection cats but like the the cats from the the puppet show i'd be like meow 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 i i think i I think i want to do the mccavity cat but i don't know i don't know the one that todrick was yes yes i forgot todrick was in there Mm -hmm. they got a lot of people they did anyway back to my show or broom daryl i would dress up as broom (laughs) daryl i would dress up as a and i'd have googly eyes like i was in everything everywhere all at once but i'd be a broom you know what you should dress up as? Huh? Angelique. 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 With a whip? Yes. Um, so my other, I have two more sharps. Um, the mess up in, in the editing of I'm so good at yoga. You seriously. I'm, I'm going to su- go watch it I'm surprised you didn't pick up on that because it's blatant. It's literally there in black, like they're usually in black pants and like a colorful shirt. But mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you see George in slacks and a button down. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what happened like it it looked like it was a tech or like Mm -hmm. a a um a scratch tape or like a a, you know they were figuring stuff out Mm -hmm. and they're just like wear any old thing just do the choreo mark Mm -hmm. it if you have to and that's what they used in the edit because something happened i don't know my last sharp that we didn't talk about and i we could talk about it now is that they don't have backup dancers it's them like yeah yes it's really us dancing but like and that's what i also i also appreciated because like the choreography that they're doing it is choreography but like it's a lot of the stuff that they're doing makes it feel like like i could do it Mm -hmm. or like me as as a non-dancer can do it well Vinny and kat have held dance classes in the city to learn like dances from the show but i mean i mean like like the way that you describe the Rockette number, like I feel like yeah. I could probably do that too because everyone can kick. But like it make they make it into a funny mm-hmm. like they're in on the joke way. And so yeah. even like in this one where they when they do I'm so good at yoga, not everyone's actually doing yoga mm-hmm. poses. It's yeah. we're doing choreo, we're doing da da da, you know, and that. And then I'm rubbing my butt in Rachel's face. Yeah. So yeah. And I, I really appreciated that they used the talent that they already mm-hmm. have 
instead of hiring extra bodies to well, do David it. Hull is an incredible like he's incredible and I feel like he was kind of criminally underutilized on the show if I'm being honest like in terms of his musical theater talent like yes White Josh is a great character that helps keep the show grounded but like he can sing and dance and like they yeah. did not use that enough on the show uh what about you what are your sharps for this uh, this version don't don't no. <laughs> separate yourself from when you saw it my sharps for this version are Vela Lavelle just having the time of her fucking life because since they got to do them as themselves like do the like to perform as themselves she was not deadpan Heather until she had to do her song because she's mm. like and now I'm pretending to be Heather but like when you see her and getting by, she's having a fucking blast. And and period sex. Yeah, <laughs> when, she's when her and Gabrielle come out in period sex and you see yeah. the ads, I was like Yeah, yeah. That takes a lot of confidence. <laughs> They're having a blast. Like and yeah. she's having a blast and it gave Vela the opportunity to show joy, which she doesn't get to do a lot on the show because she has to play it down all the time so like you get to see a bit of her personality Mm -hmm. as well and she's like a very funny person like she's very very silly and fun and i love her um sharp to the fact that the whole cast is willing to sing and dance yes like um sometimes cole sprouse doesn't want to sing in riverdale what (laughs) he just gave up after that one song in um not next next normal the the one before the group number that he's not yeah. part of, you fucking yeah. still to this day, it fucking annoys me. He's just like not singing. I feel like they held him at gunpoint a few times, and they were just like, "You are Disney. You're gonna <laughs> sing, Cole." And he was like, "Okay." Um, we wanted you and not Dylan for fuck's sake, so you're gonna fucking sing right now. Dylan's in the corner, like I'll I'll sing, and they're like, "Shut up, Dylan. <laughs> you're dead." Um, it's like, no, you're not allowed in this show. I would love if, like, Riverdale brought Dylan Sprouse on for an episode. I'm for waiting. No I've been waiting since season one for them to do that. There's already so many jugheads. Like, but still, I'm waiting for them to, because there was an episode that Jughead talked to himself, but they didn't hire Dylan to do it, and I'm very mad. No, they used parent trap shooting, so uh-huh. he just talked to his Lindsay Lohan self. <laughs> well, anyway, did. anyway we were off to, topic back to, back the, to the cw show that we were talking about um i didn't feel like anybody had to be suckered into singing and dancing in fact even though vela was like musical theater makes me anxious like maybe it does i'm not saying that it doesn't but you can clearly tell that she's enjoying herself and it's when she starts breaking when uh david is being ridiculous and she's like yes. stop but she's like she's having a good time. Like she she enjoys the singing. Like, she I, might not identify as a singer, but honestly, I think she can sing well. Um, she's like, David, we can't call cut. We have to keep going and stop yeah. making me laugh right now. <laughs> she's great. She is the moment. The moment is her. Like the she's moment amazing. is we. I love her. Um, Scott Michael Foster, a sharp for you for for your service. <laughs> I don't deserve it. (laughs) But you do, sir. And then Sharp 2 involving Jack and Adam, even though we didn't get like a a solo from them. Like, 
he, when Adam says ass blood during sexy getting ready song, it cracked me up. Is it Jack that asks her about the uh, before I'm a good person? Children. About, yeah. The, like who's she doing? Is it Jack or is that mm-hmm. Adam? That's Jack. Okay. Jack so he has a moment, but Adam like. Adam is on the keys. So they do have a moment, but I wish, I, I agree with you. I wish they had a little more, so. Well, they're super funny. I mean, you would know they're super funny because they wrote the music and the show. So, you know, these are funny people. But, like, I like putting faces with the the wisdom and the funny. Like, it's, yeah. they're both very funny people. So I'm glad that they were included. I just wish there was more of them. And then, obviously, I'm going to round it all off to Harping Rachel Bloom for just being amazing and really being in her feels. Like... When she's singing The Darkness, transitioning into Stupid Bitch, like, we know yes. it's a performance, but her eyes get a little teary. And, like... So you can tell this comes from a real place of pain, even if she's not Rebecca Bunch. Like, this means a lot to her. And I wasn't sure... Because, like, the it ends higher in the show, you know, that she's hitting higher notes and everything. Key. So I didn't know if that was because they were part... This was mid tour or something mm-hmm. or um it maybe she was in the feels mm-hmm. and so there are moments where you're like you're not you're hitting notes you're hitting the notes but like it's not the notes that we know they like lowered the key for stupid bitch like every time that i've seen it but i think it i like it better because i could hit those notes better <laughs> in the lower key <laughs> but also like i think this gives her that room to if she does get have a really emotional moment it makes sense like when you're screlting you can't be as emotional sometimes it's also like i mean i'm not i, I don't mean to read her i don't i i just it was just something that i noticed this time around it's also like when uh kesha sings praying live she doesn't hit that note that, that oh that's inhuman note. right it, it's clearly altered on the on the album and everything yeah so like i just wasn't sure if it was because like this is live that yeah. in order to guarantee that she hits the note, they dropped it for her or if she just chose not to do it because she was very emotional in that moment mm-hmm. or a combo of the two, who knows? I don't know. Rachel Bloom, come on on and answer these questions. <laughs> Rachel Bloom, please be I'm my friend. waiting. I think it's her song. So she could put it in whatever the fuck key she wants. If she sang it like a Gregorian chant, I would still love it. Oh, then I can hit it, hit those notes. <laughs> Stupid bitch. <laughs> uh, do you have any other sharps, flats, naturals about this? I I just love this show so much. Would you add any of the songs from this to your life's playlist? I listen all to of them on the rag. <laughs> all of them. Uh, and on that note, Ashley, we did it. This is the fastest episode you've done. Well, because it was only a forty-two minute special. Yes. But if it was longer, we would have talked for longer. But I feel like also if they were able to tell more of the story of mm-hmm. like how the show came to be and this mm-hmm. and that, we would have more to talk about rather than mm-hmm. just this is these are these are the songs that we're going to perform and that the CW probably allowed us to perform. <laughs> this is a greatest hits uh, live cast album. Yes. Uh, so, so what do you have to plug or promote? You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok. I'm at Schleebele. That's S-H-L-E-E-B-A-L-E-E. 
And uh, that's where I will be posting comedy shows and all that jazz. Razzmatazz. Razzmatazz. Uh, and if you know Rachel Bloom and can get me to dress her, you can email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at buttersongpod. Um, what? Okay. Call to action for the listener. What song would you hope that was in this special? I don't care if it was on the tour or not. I'm only focusing on this special, this concert special of uh, the Crazy Ex-Girlfriend songs. And if you want to be part of next episode's conversation, it's unfortunate we're done with Crazy Ex-Girlfriend because this is all the material that they came out with. But That's so depressing. <laughs> but wait until you hear what's next because you don't even know because I didn't send you an outline. I don't know. Am I in it? <laughs> No. Uh, if you oh. want, <laughs> if you want to be part of next episode's conversation, we're going to be talking about the 2023 version of The Little Mermaid. Oh, I'm really excited for that. I am too, and we're recording this way before it comes out into theater, so I have no idea what to expect. No. Maybe, hopefully, I'm this optimistic when we record that episode. But Ashley, Hallie Bailey, Hallie Bailey. Oh my we god, we love you. Part of your world makes me cry every time I watch the goddamn trailer. Because it's so and then she fucking beautiful. Up. She ops up, ops uh. up. I had to applaud. For, I had to clap for that. Uh, we support but, you. But Ashley, thank you so much for coming back on. Because I, 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 I know you love Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Uh, shocker! So much. Right? Uh, oh wait, I, I mean, this show's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, my favorite. But stay tuned, Ashley. We'll be back in the future. I just don't know with, with Rachel. What yet. <laughs> with Rachel Bloom, yes. At us, Rachel. In in a positive way. Wait, the, could you imagine if she was like, "Y'all suck"? Like, I would still be like, "Thank you, Mistress." I I'd love be like, "Thank about, you about so down. much." She is nah, part she's of the, cool. She is in the pantheon of goddesses, right next to Lily and Matt, Madeline. <laughs> I would love a Lily Reinhardt Rachel Bloom project, and they can both sing. If it's just a YouTube video, I don't care. I want it. We'll we will spend an hour just dissecting it. <laughs> Here is a just flat on life. Here is a flat to the Barbie movie for not putting Rachel Bloom and Lily Reinhardt in it. What is going on, Barbie? Get it together. <laughs> okay we're we're getting loopy i'm calling it goodbye everyone bye thank you special thanks to justin johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to nick bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast and thank you to Castbox for hosting this podcast bye again everyone and have a musical day Crazy ex-girlfriend.